Hello. Uh, this is uh, Ben. Ben. And this is and Will. Will. Poet man. Poet man. Well, that's what I want people to remember. But yeah, my name's yeah. Will. So, poet man, Ben, the chronicler. Uh, this session is going to be a bit of a free for all, uh, mainly because um, I have started a new job, which is kind of taken up quite a lot of my time now. And yeah, I congratulations. Have, uh, yeah. Yeah, back into back in the world. Back in the world, and not that I wasn't working before, but it's a it's a different job. It's a it's a brand new horizon, and it's really good. And a shout out to all the um, English heritage guys who have been very welcoming and really good. So fantastic. Uh, <coughs> however, what that means is that I haven't written a kind of the normal thing I do, which is a kind of run through of what we do. Uh, and I'm on my second glass of wine, and Will is on his second um, yeah. beer. And I'm going to kick the dog out of the room again because that clatter of feet. Well, I've had enough. Ziggy, the dog is obviously, you know, the third member of the podcast. So yeah, well, he's kicked out now. He's now been exiled to the uh, the lounge. And you're going to have to edit that door slam. Just no, no, lower no, the no. volume a little bit. Uh, this is this is you know it's a peak behind <laughs> the curtain and all that, but it's all good. Right. So uh, <clears throat> anyway, what we'll do is. We will start with William, and he will go through his various things. All right. Yeah. So take it away, mate. So yeah, I've been really busy. I got a, a phone call asking me to turn up within a very short space of time to perform at a thing, and I did. And mm -hmm. the girl who organised it, she runs Streaming in Colour Productions. They run events all over Leicester, and she um, was really pleased with how much I got better. I started doing guitar on stage now. I use live looping pedals and I build like I do a show where it's like poem then song then poem then song so every okay. set I do now it's a bit more varied I figure there's more jobs for gigs if it's a musical act so I've been trying to expand a bit poetry more interesting that way Makes sense. and um, she, get, she got me a gig for a half an hour spot at New Year's Eve at the Shed, which is where the first time I think Kasabian performed. I know the Shed. Well, yeah. yeah. So it's like it's, famous. It's, it's near the street. NCP car park, if anybody. Yes. Yeah. And, and the Curve. So, so that went really well. And I've had another half an hour gig at the Sound House, which is also nearby. And that just was last, last Tuesday. And I'm really getting excited about my hour show, which is in February. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, you know, I'm going to be doing a lot about that. But a lot, basically... The things I've got coming up, Wednesday the 27th, I'm back at the Shed, and that is £5 to get in, but it's not just me, there's loads of loads of performers going to be on, and um, the, the following day I'm going down to London, I've booked myself an open mic spot at Bang Said the Gun again, and Bang Said the Gun is run by Daniel Cockrell, and I'm going to read a couple of his poems in a bit, um, it's run by Daniel Cockrell, Robbo and um, Jack, oh, I should have written this down, you should have done, Peter Hayho. But the most important thing Bulger, is, is that people involved. Poet Man is going down to the big smoke, yeah, spreading and, uh, his wings. Well, there's a there's a competition they do called the Bang Bullet, Bang, like Golden Gun Awards. Right. So Bang said the gun, three minutes on stage, mm -hmm. Bang Bullet. I've done it twice before, but they never had the Golden Gun Award. I've seen a couple of pictures on Twitter of that, and they, they just super glue two charity shop toys together. One, I saw, it looked a bit like the bullseye sort of bully. Yeah, the, the, the thing that Bullseye used right. to get at the end. So it's just a little jokey present. Two charity shop toys glued together, one of which is a gun. And it got sprayed gold on a little plinth. Brilliant. And I'm going to try and win that just on a the little, 28th. a little caveat, listeners. <clears throat> there are no fatalities involved. 
in both. Nobody yeah. will actually die uh, unless. Unless I do and, very badly. Unless it does very die. badly and people just. And then I will die Barry. on stage. Well, I, yeah. yeah. But I, you won't. That will be fine. That's yeah, good. no, it's going to be good. <coughs> and, um, look, and, and that's look, Selena Godden is performing and she is amazing. Mm -hmm. if, you, if people haven't heard of her, just Google Imagine by Selena Godden. It is gold. Uh, Harry Baker is great. He's been doing loads of stuff with Dope Flop. And they're both the headline acts for this band, said the gun. And I'm getting him free because I'm doing open mic. Okay. It's going to be great. This is a lot of information, listeners. What we will do, or what we all do, if he gets up his arse and actually does it, he will put some links on our Facebook yeah. page, Poet Man and the Chronic, Chronic Club page. Um, yeah, so I will do that. To it. So that's cool. Um, so then it's my show, Drunk in Charge, February the 13th, where I am. Poet I know. Man. Can't wait. Fantastic. I'm really looking forward to it. I've had an idea where, this is the only idea I've had today, but I'm going to take, because I do a lot of cardboard props, I'm going to put a table up behind me with all the cardboard props on them, sort of standing up as if they're like photo frames. Okay. Some of them can be back to back, and I'm going to make new props for poems that I haven't quite got props in yet, so mm -hmm. I've got a poem <coughs> about Jeremy Kyle, I can put that, which is a picture of Jeremy Kyle, it'd be like having a photo of him. Picture of Kanye West, but poem about that. Right. Picture of like Red Bull, and I've got these props. They'll all be out there. There'll be a fiver for my poem about money, okay. and I'm going to ask the audience to choose one. So I'm going to. My idea that I'll be trying out at open mic. I'll take a few props, put them so people can see. I will ask them. It's interactive. I, I'm hoping. Yeah, that's the plan. Is to ask that's them good. to choose something. Ask them why they chose it. Yeah. Ask them their name, what their job is, like comedians do. Cool. I normally write just two lines of rhyme in every book I sell anyway, so I think I'd be able to come up with something to rhyme in the moment about what they've said, even if, you know, because... You are really good at coming up with bullshit, I must <laughs> Well, I met a lady, I might have already said this in the podcast, I don't know, but I met a lady at Christmas, near Christmas, and she'd had a fracture that broke her arm. Okay. And she was ice skating. And she worked in textiles mostly to do with shoes. Okay. So I wrote, she, and I told her I was a rapper and she didn't believe me. Mm. So I said, I met a teacher who's involved with shoe manufacture. She slipped ice skating and she's got a fracture. And it's only simple stuff like that, but it's, just, it's coming up with something. Oh, that was great. Well, you know. she laughed, but then, um, yeah, that was it. Maybe she worked at British Shoe. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> bit of a random fact. So I could read a poem mm -hmm. that I wrote on Wednesday in a workshop with a lady called Sophie Walker, who's a really good poet. And okay. I saw her do like a storming set. She was breathless after the end of each poem. It's, it was amazing to see. And she asked us to write about an experience that the audience would not have heard or, or experienced. So an audience might know about some things but not know about others. And it was about teaching us how to compare things that people don't know anything about to things mm -hmm. that they do. Anyway, can I just ask? Um, it was a workshop, and where was it? Oh, I call it Find the Right Workshop, but it's called Find the Right Words, and it's once a month. Jess Green runs a night called Find the Right Words. Where's that? It's at the Western, and it's okay, cool. At half past six on the third Wednesday of every month, there is a free workshop for an hour, mm -hmm. and the show starts at eight. I think the ticket is seven pounds, and they always have two headline acts who've travelled. And yeah, Find the Right Words is great, but Jess Green's night. I'm just trying to plug everyone as we. Yeah, yeah. Because I think they, everybody deserves it. Oh, well, in, in that vein then, John Hegley is coming to Leicester on the 2nd of February and he's going to be performing at Word. And Word is a once a month event as well. That's the first Tuesday of every month. And they have a free workshop. Cool. 
and that's two till four, but you have to book a place. You have to email Lydia Townsy, and she is at secretagentartist.hotmail.com. And yeah, that's going to be great. I can't wait to meet John Hegley and have him teach for two hours. It's going to be yeah, a golden fun. opportunity. That's amazing. Enough plugs. All right, that's so good. this is about Mount Narahui, which is a mountain in New Zealand. Right. So yeah, it's only a short poem. <laughs> I thought it was one of your dates. That's all right. <laughs> so my uncle points at a volcano. We pack our bags and off we go. In the baking sun we can hardly speak. The landscape is alien, desolate and bleak. This desert of rock, igneous shards, and we're sweating because the going is hard. There's one step up and then half a step back, but we're making progress. We're on the right track. Oh shit, I'm shocked as I slip on the shale. I've ripped my shorts now. Epic fail. We're exhausted by the exertion in the sun, but we're at the top now, and it's been good fun. The intense heat from the volcano cone, our water bottles are all dry as bone. But inside the crater, a glacier melts, and we refilled our water bottles, and it tasted awesome. It doesn't rhyme at the end, because I ran out of time, but yeah. That was, I don't know, uh, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> if I knew you were doing that, I would have done a, a bit of a short story about two climbers going up, but yeah. uh, that's for the next one, folks. So we'll, we'll uh, continue the, the theme. I've got another little poem. I went on Demon FM, which is like De Montford yes, University you did. local Fantastic. radio. Did you manage to get the clip? Um, no. Basically, Aww. I tried to record it. Two laptops chained together, daisy chained with cables, and then it didn't work. But did did he not supply it? Um, I've got the clips of the pre-recorded bits that I did at good mm. studio level quality, but I haven't got the whole hour show where I wrote a poem in it. And he, he, he can't give that to you, no? He can. I'll get in touch with him. He's been busy. Yeah. yeah, his name is Mike Mays, and he is the station manager of Demon TV, which is like a YouTube channel at the Montford Uni. So big up, Michael. Yeah, well, I, I wrote a little poem. I was going to say it live on the radio, mm. but I worried about it, and yeah. I didn't do it. So, but I'll tell you it though. I said, "Oh my days, Mike Mays, you've done your best to help the spoken word craze. You took a gamble. You took a punt. You didn't have to do it, and I could have been awful." <laughs> <laughs> but in the end I bottled it and I didn't do it <laughs> well as we know you know this is podcast world we can swear and be profane and there is no censorship which is one of the beauties yeah shall so, I do any more poetry because well I tell you what, what I will do a Noah's Chronicles and then you can do yeah. another thing this is uh, a new one <coughs> yeah this is the latest one I'm mainly doing this now because I'm on my third glass of wine and I may be slurring because I've had very little sleep, not due to insomnia this time, but due to just getting up and going to work and doing all normal things like that. So this is the uh, <clears throat> this is the Noah's Chronicles I wrote pretty much just after we did a, um, a New Year's Eve party where we invited uh, friends and neighbours and things like that. So this one is called, by the way, the title has nothing to do with the neighbours, you know. It's called Immortal Cookers Swearing Toys and Hitler Girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I will say this into this. Yeah, she's read it. She's, she's uh, copy-checked it. H Hitler Girlfriends, you've put it she's, she's read that. Uh, yeah, you'll understand why later oh. on. All right. Okay, so I think the first bit I was probably slightly pissed off I don't know anyway so it's two parts so <clears throat> as I sit here hunched over my aging laptop in the wake of our New Year's Eve celebrations I'm reminded that 
Despite the Christmas season being the remembrance of Jesus, his sacrifice and the important moral message that that bestows, it's the little things about this holiday season that matter to me. So here are two little, thi two little gems that I will remember from this holiday. And this is entitled, The Little Cooker That Never Dies. Laurie, in her ongoing attempt to divert Noah's attention from his obsession with very boy things like cars, trucks and ball games, decided she would buy a kitchen off the internet. This is a child's kitchen, obviously not something that Noah would have to assemble. When it arrived, the first thing I noticed was the size which was uh, <coughs> roughly half what it looked like from the picture. But not to be discouraged, we constructed it and placed it in the easy reach of Noah's curious grasp. The second thing I noticed was that, it was that it was built, that its build quality was so shoddy that I feared, I feared for the surrounding toy's safety. The electronic sound of the hob sounded like an ancient truck backfiring. And... When you open the oven, the cooking sound was akin to that of a distressed bark of a scolded puppy. Now, despite the fact that this self-destructing dog cooking kitchen has fallen to pieces about 30 times, Laurie is determined to make Noah a cordon bleu chef. And so it still exists. It may, however, be miraculously denoted to Laura, donated to Loros so that it can be so it can continue its curse upon another unfortunate family it is the season of goodwill after all uh, this is the second bit entitled the case of the swearing children's toy <clears throat> okay this toy may not be strictly swearing as it is an italian speaking fake ipad but to all English ears, it sounds like it's been endorsed by Roy Chubby Brown. Rather than go into a lengthy description of what it says, and I'm not saying that I could do that, because my Italian is still not great, I shall pick a few Italian words which have caused me trouble in the past, or general trouble. Now, basta, which actually means enough, but sounds uncannily like, uncannily like you're saying bastard, is a bit of a problem. Conto, which means bill or to count, but you can guess exactly what it sounds like. Die, which means a variety of things like, come on, let's go, not die scum. <laughs> Jew, unfortunately pronounced Jew in English, but meaning, come down, in Italian. So you could feasibly have a sentence which has die, conto, basto, giù, in the same <laughs> sentence, which is completely innocent, but when said from a child's toy, sounds mortifying. A favourite memory of mine was early on, when I had just met Laurie, and we were taking my mum's dog for a walk, Meg, that's the dog's name, started jumping up at Laurie, and with real vehemence, she started shouting, DIE DIE <laughs> Horrified, and looking around to see if anybody had heard, I had a real worry that my girlfriend might actually be the reincarnation of Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> 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 
<coughs> and so ends the latest chapter of Noah's Chronicles and Noah Chronicles. And I shall pass you once more on to Poet Man. Right. So die Jude, that means like, come on, come down. Yeah. And she's saying basically, yeah, yeah, it's like when you say, ah, come on, get down. Yeah. Um, however, <laughs> she did also say it when we were in the middle of a city town centre in the jewellery quarter of Birmingham. And I did worry, just in case there were any Jews in the vicinity. <laughs> well, I've got a poetry book here that I bought from Daniel Cockrell, and he's part of that band, Bang Said the Gun. Mm -hmm. He's got a poem that you'd really like about IVF and twins, I think, that would sit well with Noah's Chronicles. But I, that wasn't in the book that I bought. Okay. So this is a book that I bought. This okay. one of his is called Newton's Law. It's only short. An apple from a vending machine must carry VAT, but an apple from a tree is free. There you go, little one. This one's called Big Poem. Okay. Big hitters, big stick, big bullies, big dick, big cock, big car, big shit, big star, big fish, big thoughts, big bucks, big noughts, big cheese, big deal, big shot, big kill, big apple, big smoke, big business, big joke, big wig, big ut. Big no-no, big not. Big brother, big head, big bombs, big dead, big blunder, big slump, big sea, big lump. Big boobs, big hips, big planes, big ships, big mouth, big map, big woman, big crack. Big bang, big top, big mistakes, big stop. Stop. For a little thought, for a little folk, a little laughter, a little joke. A little spittle to help the stick, the broken, the brittle, the little and the sick. So yeah, that's... Big Poem by Daniel Cockrell, and I saw him do that in Leicester um, last year, and it just stayed with me. I thought I'd read it out. No, that's good. It's ironic, because I have a poem called Small Penis. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want to hear that one, folks. Really, you really don't. Anyway, no, that's really good. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> you mentioned the dates, right? I'm still not on a dating site, but okay. yeah. I wrote, what would I write on a dating site? I thought, I'm six foot three, and I've got a big willy, and I thought, no, I'll start again, I'm just being silly. <laughs> but no, I haven't really, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, better go, went on a date, it's good. William, first date, first kiss. William has, has entered the realm of dating again, so God help us all. But, well, lock up your daughters, lock up your canines. Well, Sorry. please. <laughs> I, I really don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> anyway. No, um, yeah, no, it's good, fun. Yeah. Brilliant. So I will just briefly talk about the book I'm reading at the moment, uh, which is very mainstream, not arty, not particularly niche, nothing, uh, nothing like that at all. But it is by my favourite author, Stephen King, and it is a collection of short stories called... Um, the Bizarre of Bad Dreams, which is a good, a good title. Bizarre. The Bizarre of the Market. Is, is market. It market, not something strange. Right. And, um, yeah, no, it's cool. I'm only, like, halfway through it. But the, the first one is about a car that eats people. A car that eats people. Which is very Stephen King and follows. Well, he likes Americana. And what's more American than a car? Well, this is true. And this, I think, is a typical American car it's a cap, uh, corvette, corvette yeah. or uh, something like that anyway uh, and the, the second one which I read is really cool it's just basically about I shouldn't say really cool it's interesting it's about um, a couple and 
his wife basically has a heart attack in the uh, in the supermarket and how how he deals with that. So it's really good. I do recommend it. I'm I'm not I'm not suggesting that you know stories about wives dying of heart attacks is a good thing. Sorry, Laurie, my wife. Uh, but no, it's really good. So I I suggest that you pick it up. So I don't have any other thing. The bizarre of bad dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, it's it's the latest in a number of short story collections that he's done, but it's really cool. So, uh, Will has just crossed the room, taken just, one of his uh, just picked up the notebooks, his many bedraggled and dog-eared and pencil-handwritten textbooks that he has. It's like you know right. how John Grisham has legal pads. <laughs> That he writes <coughs> continuously. Well, Will has seems to have raided a primary school and nicked all of the no, uh, what it textbooks. Is, I raided the post office. It, 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 they were binning. They, they weren't binning, but they were selling very cheap. 13p per mm. item. Pencils, postcard packs of 25 blank postcards. Oh. Um, 13p per item. You yeah. can see there's a stack. How many postcard packs do you think there are there? Oh my. Oh my God. I mean, it's got to be what? Sorry, 25. What hang on, hang on. 13p a pack, though, and there's 25 in each. Postcard packs. What are postcards? These. They're, they're, they're the blank postcards, that big. I have them around all the time. They're next to my, okay. um, they're next to my telephone. They're on my kitchen <coughs> table. They're in my pocket. Just for sake of you listeners, postcard packs are... Just blank cards. They're blank cards. I don't understand why these exist. What do you mean? This is, my, this is what I live no, no, for. No, no, I know, but... Okay. Right. Okay, I use these all the time. Okay, I'm a, let me paint a picture. I'm trying yeah, to paint right, a picture. Right. Yeah, okay. audio picture. Okay, right. Guys, this is actually a postcard-sized piece of paper. One side is completely blank. On the other side, <laughs> it, it says, says postcard, postcard yeah. and there's a space where you put a stamp, just in case you're moronic enough <laughs> not to put a stamp. Yeah. But the very fact of... I mean, I don't know whether you guys, you know, listeners, have ever received a blank postcard before. <laughs> Or whether there is a <coughs> reason for these things to exist, but I'm guessing this well, is why this is they were why selling them off cheap. cheap. Yeah, these are these are of great use to me because I go to my Nags Head Poetry Night, which I run still every yeah. second Wednesday of the month. Spoken yeah. word is not dead in Glenfield in the Nags Head, mm-hmm. and I I am poet man. I am a poet, and yeah. I am a man. I have a superpower, which is to create poets, mm. and I use these to to in, to do it. Okay. Put these blank postcards on all the tables so that everyone's got something to write with. Yeah. And I bought loads of, uh, you can't see them because there's postcards in the way, but there's packs and packs of pencils here. You know, I take, I take, these are all 13p for 12 pencils. Penny a pencil! Just I in case you can't hear, guys, because you've got to cross the room, Will has got a, a bizarre amount of pencils. <laughs> Basically, if you broke in here, you would just leave very quickly because you'd think he was a fucking lunatic. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that, that shelf is postcards there, pencils there, then it's cardboard props for on stage, for musical instruments. Sorry, sorry, and then sorry. three boxes of cables. Well, I've just realised that you had still have the Christmas Coca-Cola display flashing. Yeah. How the hell is that still going? It's, it's, this is why I took it home, because it's not safe to recycle in the state it is. So it, you've got to explain what that is. Basically, yeah, okay, go on. It's, you know, retail units have point-of-sale devices. So yeah, these are, sale, yeah, yeah, they are a big display made of cardboard. Might be gold cards, selling Ferrero Rocher. Might just be a big foldable thing. 
they had a Coca-Cola truck with LEDs in, built in it, and they told me to just bin it. And it, I said, what about the batteries? You can't like, put that in the compactor with all the other stuff. Batteries are supposed to be recycled separately. Yeah. I said, look, just, just put it in the compactor. And I said, what about if I took it home and did it properly, like recycled it properly? Like, yeah. So I took it home, and then I ended up making a, because I've got a loop pedal, I just sing on stage. I, I have the Coca-Cola truck, and it's flashing, and I sing like, holidays are coming, holidays are coming, and that loops, and I sing, holidays are coming, holidays are coming, and then I'm pointing it at people in the crowd, like just, then I start singing different, you know, I, I've got a whole rap that I do about selling someone a bottle of Coke, and then I realise that Coca-Cola own Christmas, and it's like, oh my God, holidays are here, and yeah. everybody's giving money to the red man, that is Coca-Cola. Originally green. Yeah, that's most people know. Well, that's it. So yeah, that's why there's a Coca-Cola truck, and the LEDs are still flashing because it is literally these tiny little printed circuit boards. They've had custom made or whatever, yeah. built dozens of them. They are an LED, a five-five-five timer that I learned to program at school, which is just a capacitor and a resistor makes a ticking on and off, and that's what they that's what they are. They're just a five-five-five timer chip, mm -hmm. an LED and a watch battery. And they'll probably keep going for at least six months. So yeah, it's we're, there, we'll flashing. We'll also ad adopt this, um, this uncanny ability with circuitry to uh, create um, bomb vests. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm a bearded man. You can't go saying bomb. No, I am, I am, I am joking. <laughs> I went a bit dark then. Sorry, guys. I just had... I just had <laughs> no, no, no. Anyway. We will stop that because that's... Just because I've got an electronics uh, GCSE doesn't mean I know how to make bombs. <laughs> so what if I've got the Anarchist Cookbook? Everyone had it at school. I had it. Yeah. It was the first thing, one of the first things I downloaded from the Elite BBS service that I had. Well, that's it. Yeah. Everyone but I, had the Anarchist Cookbook. It's funny. I do not create bombs. <laughs> Why did you sound like, Arabic when you said that? I didn't sound Arabic. Oh, we're going to have to play that back. Give me a... <laughs> I'm not going to do the accent. I, you didn't do an accent. No. I think we, you did. I did not. That, this is how I talk. I didn't do an accent. All right, good. I just, I don't have an accent. Edit point. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're keeping that bad boy in. Right. Anyway, sorry. Sorry, listeners. We'll, we'll, anyway, get, we'll get back on track. I went to the... Right, I had to do... This is a poem I wrote. At Find the Right Words one month, I did the Speed Poetry Challenge. We have an hour to write something. Uh -huh. And um, the three stories that I had to write about, because we just, it's, you know, you, the first half's about to begin. The crowd shout out three stories. One was Dave Grohl broke his leg. Premier League, Leicester got in the Premier League. They're doing really well in it now. Oh, yeah, fantastic. And the Comet Probe, Philae, woke up at the time because it had been lost contact so those three stories are in the news I was given an hour to write something okay about those three stories so Dave Grohl broke his leg Premier League Leicester and the Comet Pro but uh, so this poem I wrote uh, I just it's all weird notes everywhere right Dave Grohl fell in a hole he was there then he was gone and as our performer I understand that that show simply must go on uh, Sitting on the stage with his guitar in his lap. People can't believe it. They've started to clap. The paramedic, paramedic high-vis, bright stadium light, the audience ecstatic at this unreal sight. He says, I'm going to go to the hospital and get my leg fixed, but I promise to come back and that'll be some trick. 
The audience couldn't have expected much. In his checkered shirt, he raised his crutch, singing, There goes my hero, watch him as he goes. There goes my hero, he's ordinary. There goes my hero, still finishing his show. There goes my hero, extraordinary. Extraordinary, like Leicester FC, they're playing down at King Power. They're battling relegation to pull through in the final hour. And I'm not a sports fan, but I know what it means to pin your hopes as a follower and share your team's dreams. You stay positive and they'll stay premier. Uh, this doesn't rhyme. I'm skipping it. <laughs> Their failures hurt, but patience and they'll come back again. Um, they'll come back again. The sporting community's mood affected by the wax and wane. To stand in the stands and sing the same tune. To be drawn in like gravity, like Leicester is your moon. And speaking of satellites, Phil A woke up battered and bruised. Left for dead for ages, neglected and abused. We've been waiting on the phone. It's so alone. Will it call home? So carefully selected a place for it to park. But it was such a rough landing it slid away into the dark. The hopes of the analysts were dashed in a trice. Not to mention NASA's astronomical price. Now finally we've got excitement from a place so remote. The number crunchers munching numbers. Decoding data into hope. Oh where's the ending of this poem? That's not good. Oh yeah. All three of these stories are about battles overcome and the messages keep trying and in the end you will have won. So I wrote that in yeah, an hour that's for cool. a quick thing. No, it's good. It's hard it's hard on workshops and stuff when you've you know been told to write something then there and, and come up with it. Yeah. It's not up to scratch for like I wouldn't perform it ever again. I only picked yeah. it up now because we were less than thirty minutes on the podcast. But yeah. like yeah, I've not read that since I wrote it. Well, I don't think our listeners will be too too worried that, that it's not going to be a, a lengthy one like it normally is. But, uh, but anyway, I think, ladies and gentlemen, that due to our uh, our level of inebriation, yeah, we should probably bring this to a close. But we, we thank everybody who's listening. We thank everybody who is uh, liking us on Facebook and coming to Will's gigs. Everyone yeah. come to as many as you possibly can, but especially the uh, Dave's Comedy Festival one. Yeah, it's, I am Poet Man, and I am drunk in charge. I'm the drunk, and I'm in charge for the hour. And it's February the 13th, half past nine, at Grey's Lightbox, which is at the LCB Depot, just opposite Manhattan 34. And it's it's going to be good. There's, you can buy tickets, they're only £3. £3, and it's all at poetman.co.uk. You can get loads of links. And YouTube videos, there's like little trailers on there been making loads of youtube videos since christmas yeah like the new one every day for the first like four or five days and then yeah now come along because you'll be able to identify us because um will looks like a very tall neanderthal bear grills <laughs> and i look like a clean shaven idiot um, clean shaven idiot yeah because that's your have... twitter handle isn't it well it is it is <laughs> and, and it's not really folks don't go don't go uh, trying to find me not that you would. But well, uh, my new thing is going to be called What Are You Saying? Have I told you about this? No. Right. I'm going to start a monthly poetry. Exclusive, show. ladies yeah. and gentlemen. After Drunk in Charge, my February hour show, I'm going to start a monthly poetry night. I spoke to a few venues, but it's mm -hmm. not sorted yet. But like, I've got to focus on my show first. But after that, it's going to be called What Are You Saying? And it might be yeah. something I could release as a podcast if I just record the output of the performers. 
Yeah. I want to do an open mic poetry night for an hour mm. and then have a band and people will pay a small amount. I want to keep it equal or smaller than the price of a beer, wherever it ends up being. Like I okay. want it to be cool. cheap and just good fun night. I want to be, you know, what are you saying is how people like answer the phone now. People are like, okay. mate, what are you saying? And I want to be able to say to an open mic performer, right, round of applause please for Ben. Mm. Ben, what are you saying? And then give you the mic and you've got it for five or ten minutes if you want it. And mm. it's like, that's the plan. And it could be a podcast, it could be, um, it could be, you know, it's going to be a, a live performance night in Leicester. But it, it could be a little magazine I could do, it could be anything at the minute, but like, that's what good. are you saying? That's good. Unfortunately, if I said, what are you saying? Yeah. I sound like a fucking twat. Yeah, but I don't mind because I rap on stage, don't I? I do like, yeah. I don't look like a rapper and I rap. No, 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 you're great. You're great. <laughs> no, no, no. It sounds like a really good idea, actually, and we should do it. Um, anyway, yeah. we'll talk about that. Yeah, I'm not sure where it'll be yet, but it'll be on poetman.co.uk, no doubt. Brilliant. Well, thanks, guys, for listening. And please, you know... Just share this podcast with as many people as you can. We're trying to get... We have gone over the 100 likes a while ago. A while ago. We're winning. Uh, So we're winning. We're we're slowly getting people on board. But please, you know, share. And, and, you know, if you think anybody's interested in our uh, our frantic, talking, neighboring, that kind of thing, then please do that. That'd be great. So we're going to say goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye, William. Bye. I don't know where we're waving. Goodbye, Should we high five? Oh, we're high fiving. Yeah! Right. <clears throat> Another edit point, because that's too loud. That's it. <laughs> this, pod- this podcast was sponsored by Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs>